0: Hello and welcome back to the Whiskey Ramp Podcast. I'm Jeremy. Rob. Tonight, we're talking about <coughs> Redo. Hey, welcome to Super Social Club. I'm Jeremy. This is Whiskey to Six, I'm Rob. Welcome to the Whiskey
1: Rant Podcast. It's a little crusty.
0: It's frustrating.
1: And it's gonna be a little bit of a rant.
0: I don't understand it. I don't know why. Some sort of injustice. Anyway, end rant. Hello and welcome back to the Whiskey Rant Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Rob. Tonight we're talking about distilleries and how they change over time. We got a couple examples in front of us tonight. This is actually a um, idea that I pitched to my patrons and let them kind of decide what review they'd like to see next. And I pitched Ardbeg because I had an old 2016 release and a newer 2022 release and as soon as they voted Whiskey Hound came out with a video, the exact same thing, Ar- uh, an old art bag versus a new art bag. No so I was like, oh man, I can't do it. Now Whiskeyhound just came out with a video. Everything's gonna be copying him. Yeah. So I thought maybe we'd wait a bit. Um, I purposely did not watch that video to not be um, influenced by his opinion, but we have a couple old art bags here and an old Macallan and a new Macallan. So let's talk about how distilleries change over time. Obviously the profile is gonna change no matter what.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we should say that we are doing this blind. Right? Yes. Or semi-blind, anyway. Oh, like semi-blind. We don't know which which McAllen is which, and we don't know... I know which ones yours are, you know which ones mine are. Right. But we don't know. Um, yeah, you know what? Everybody says, oh, I wish... Springbank still made Springbank the way they did in yeah. in the '80s, and you know, McAllen, mm-hmm. I wish they and and we've experienced that with Macallan. I don't think we've experienced that with, really with Springbank because we probably haven't tried too many really old Springbanks.
0: Correct. And McAllen went through a huge transition pretty recently. Yeah, they changed um, distillery. They, you know, uh,
1: their whole approach kind of changed. They yeah. use seasoned casks as opposed to. The traditional, like, I mean, I don't know what kind of casks they were using before that, but does this say seasoned casks? Yeah, so
0: they did change exactly how they, this is the newer one, um, how they labeled the things, exclusively churned and seasoned oak casks, where before they just said... Selected sherry oak casks. Right, so like, I think that they were all kind of seasoned, but maybe they were more deliberately seasoned for whiskey production versus um, maybe using them as they did before.
1: I also think that, you know,
0: in order to
1: keep some continuity, McCallum decided to take matters into their own hands, keep Sherry in their casks for the same amount of time releasing then Age their Stuff, um, which, in my opinion, and you know what, maybe I will be proven wrong tonight, but in my opinion has... Result in a decline of Macallan. A little oh, bit.
0: yeah, I think so as well um, But like lots of reasons why distillery profiles will change and how one bottle of you know Our ten or Macallan 12 is gonna hundred percent eventually change over time Would huge issue? Um, you know yeah. sourcing casks. You're not gonna get the same kind of casks um, every single time,
1: right? I think I think this will be an interesting experiment, because right? Because we're using
0: ex bourbon here, right?
1: Ex bourbon casks, uh, not necessarily first fill ex bourbon casks, mm-hmm. right? Like the, this is a, you know, uh, spirit driven whiskey. It always has been. Yeah, it would be cool to see if there's any difference in. You know, uh, well, what's going to also affect is the fact that this has been open since probably 2017, the earliest. Yeah, it's Uh, a
0: 2016 bottling. Right? So it's at least been open for that long. Yeah. Um, Maybe,
1: you know, all the disbelievers in oxygen playing a factor. Yeah. Remember that comment we had? Oh, yeah. The whiskey doesn't change. Yeah. Oh, it was was on our podcast uh, Apple review. It was, oh. five star. Oh, that's right. got, it was a five-star. Oh, that's right. It was a five-star, but he, the gentleman wished that we just would stop saying that whiskey tastes different after right. years in the bottle. Yeah,
0: because we say the neck pour is going to be different tasting right. than... That's right. Which, it is true. It's, uh, everyone experiences it, so whatever. It's a dumb comment.
1: Well, uh, whatever. Okay. I wouldn't call it dumb. It's just, you know, that's his opinion, and he's welcome to it. But it's just, we've experienced... And you know what? We're about to prove that right now.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like our big 10, right? So sourcing ex-bourbon casks, you're not going to always get it from the same distillery every single time, right? Like I know these guys source from like lots of stuff from like Jack Daniels, obviously Right. Um, Wild Turkey, they're getting casks from a bunch of different bourbon producers. And that's going to, that has to play a factor because not all bourbon is made the same. Right. And like one year maybe they get, you know, 50% from this distillery, 20%, 20%, 10%, Twenty percent, twenty percent, ten percent, and now that's percentages are changing. So you're always going to have different casks from different ex-bourbon distilleries maturing in your warehouse. And I guess it is the job of the people that work there, the master blenders, the master distillers, to create the profile that is roughly the same of what they have. That would be a great experiment. Yeah. You know, um,
1: trying to match Ar- a blend
0: or something like yeah, that. Or, yeah. Or, or you know, Ardbeg says,
1: okay, let's take all our Jack Daniels barrels. And we're gonna age them on this side of the warehouse, mm-hmm. and we're gonna take all of our wild turkey and this side of the warehouse, and yeah. all of our you know Weller on this side of the warehouse, yeah. and then we're gonna do an experiment, and we're gonna release, you know, an Artibek Ten One, and an 10 Ten Two, and an 10 Ten Three, mm. and then people are gonna tell us which one they think is best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Just a quick way to make another, a few extra bucks. I think it was, like, maybe even—was it Briclati who was, like, one of the first distilleries to, like, actually say where they're getting their ex from? Might have been.
1: They—yeah, they
0: might this have been. It was the first one I noticed, anyway. Yeah, I— They don't normally disclose. They
1: don't—well, it's the whole, like, they're not—they're not gonna advertise our distillery, so we're not gonna advertise their distillery. I get it. Right?
0: And it's maybe conflicting, you know, conglomerates as well. Right. Been a while since I tried Macallan 12. It is good. It is a really good whiskey. It's going to be hard. The Macallan 12 is going to be hard because
1: when did you purchase this uh, sh- sherry cask, the the new one?
0: The newer sherry cask, this would probably have been, I think I won it in like a poker game. So it would have been probably uh, two years ago. So let's, for argument purposes, say it's a 2020. And the old one, this would have been in two thousand, probably sixteen as well. This or is going to be interesting because if, if the new
1: one beats the old one, do we have to say sorry to McCallan like, All the years of like bashing and you know. no, we don't have to. <laughs> We've been bashing McAllen for a while now.
0: Yeah, I mean, but rightfully so. But what did it? What caused, what caused the, the bashing to start? Was it the the price went up and the quality went down?
1: Okay.
0: I mean, I don't know. What's more than that?
1: Yeah. Changing this bottling, like, Why? The, they, why break what's not broken? Do you like? Do you like the new? You like? New, you do? Like, you don't
0: like the new bottle?
1: No, I think it's stupid. Yeah. Every, it, they all look too flashy now.
0: Yeah, I get it. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. It's got the more kind of like collared shirt front, you know. It looks like a very just tailored. Been, it's like a tailored bottle.
1: I think it should have just been for select bottles.
0: Yeah. You know. But I love that Macallan profile, even with both these, they still have it, which is good. It is good to know that the, you still get that like chocolate orange,
1: yeah,
0: spiciness with the uh, the sherry cask. It's crazy because there is one that
1: sticks out above the other, and mm. I'm I'm afraid that it's not the right one.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say that this one doesn't drink as um, as thick or as flavorful as the other.
0: I think on the nose, you get a little more richness on one of them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's where it's most no- noticeable is on the nose. Is there a color difference at all?
0: I think slightly. I think if you look at them real close, you will see that the older one, maybe a shade darker. Not much. Can you tell? Maybe a shade darker.
1: It's, it's vaguely. Yeah, yeah, if at all
0: really hard to notice. It could just be the lighting too. How about you looking at it?
1: I think I have my Macallans locked in as to which one is which now I know which one I like better I don't necessarily know
0: which one Yeah, is you know Honestly, they're both drinking actually pretty solid pretty good I would take either of these at the old price, you know Either of these at the old price.
1: What's a fair price for McAllen? What what should McAllen listen after listening to this podcast, because we know that McAllen's always listening to this podcast? <laughs> um, what would be the right price for a McAllen? Like what would I
0: pay for the new 12 Year old Sherry Cass? Yeah. Um I would pay I think I'd pay probably I would pay 90 Canadian dollars for it.
1: 90 Canadian dollars. I think that's that cool.
0: translates to about 75 to 78 U.S. Now, so like kind of like the high end of what the old pricing used to be.
1: And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to this question. Yeah. If McAllen were to say, you know what? You guys have been asking for this forever. We are going to oblige. The sherry line, just the sherry line, not the triple oak, the quadruple oak, the quintuple oak, whatever yeah. else crap they have. The sherry oak, single sherry oak line mm-hmm. is going to be raised to 46%. Prices are going to be maintained as is.
0: Would I pay the new uh, price? Would you pay
1: 150 bucks for that bottle?
0: I would once. Once. To try it. Well, to see if it's better. And if it is like leagues better, then I think it maybe would be justified.
1: Because behind me is a bottle of the new Glen Turret 12-year-old. We tried it the other night, I think. Mm, mm. And it's good. It is It's good. very good. But that was 152 bucks yeah. all in. Okay, that includes shipping yeah. well, twice probably, right? Um, I mean, I'm not even sure how our friend got it for us. But, mm. um, you know, that's $152 his cost getting it to us. Yeah. So, what's this go for now? I wanna say it's probably around the same, 150. 150. Yeah, right. Maybe even more, actually. Maybe more. Hmm. I remember going to the states, going to Arizona and picking up a bottle of this for I wanna say 55 American.
0: Yeah. And I was buying it anywhere between forty five to sixty five US. Forty five bucks like if you find like an on sale price. Which you could find these things on sale. So, should we do the McAllen reveal
1: first? Because once we go, like, to the art bags, we're not going to be able once to Once you go pee, gun. you don't go back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. so, I would like this one better. And I'm not sure which one's which. But I do feel it has more going on in the nose. The flavor is a little bit more robust. A little bit more. And it does, I don't know if, like, it's just my mind playing tricks on me. But it does taste a little bit more oily. Hmm. Which is weird.
0: Yeah. No?
1: I don't... Know. We might not be drinking the same one. But... So this is the no sticker. Okay. So which... So, so I, I think this is the old one.
0: And I put your... The sticker on the old one. Wow. So that's the new one.
1: That's the new one. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, the nose is more muted on the old one.
0: I mean, that's probably because this has been open for longer. Right. So like, it's not like... Yeah. the most fair comparison. They're both good. Yeah.
1: I would say that the new one has a little bit more heat to it, knowing that this is the new one mm-hmm. than that one. Yeah. But I mean, see, that's, that's where it becomes tough because like yeah. if, if it's not identifiable in a blind, then are the arguments fair?
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Are the arguments fair? Is McAllen actually not as good as it used to be? And, and, you would think they they've done this themselves. Cracked a new, a new bottle of the old stuff, yeah. and I mean, a new, new bottle of the new stuff, stuff. and and did this in a, like so in that'd be an, the most a, fair
0: a, comparison for sure. You would think they did that, and we like, could have done that, but I don't know. Like, do you have new ones? Yeah. No, okay. I haven't. I haven't sealed I haven't one of that. Sealed a
1: couple of these. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, to waste a, I mean, uh-huh. a fresh crack when you still have some to finish here. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. I should wait for you to make your decision. Mm-hmm. It's tough, right?
0: They're both—they're both drinking. Like I said, they're both drinking pretty solid. I would prefer the one with no sticker. Okay, so I—I'm not gonna tell you what I
1: did just yet, but I'll tell you that
0: the—you write down what they. Were. I,
1: I text my wife the the information, so she's probably like, "What? I should not remember." Right no, no, I'll tell you. Here. <laughs> So, um, okay, so the old Mac is no sticker.
0: Okay, so I prefer the old Mac. Um, Yeah, I like I just, I think it's got this more richness, a little more boldness. It doesn't have the intensity because it's older. Obviously, it's been open for seven years, whereas this has been only open for two. But yeah, it just, I do. It, it is a difference. There is a 100% of difference. And I've done these on my channel before, comparing the two back and forth. Yeah. And when I did that, I drank them a lot and really kind of got to, like, what is the actual difference? And, um... Yeah, I mean... I would still buy this at the old price. Like, take inflation into account, take the popularity of whiskey into account. Yeah, 90 bucks Canadian, like you said. 90 bucks Canadian, I would buy this, this bottle. I... Now let's be
1: honest. All the twelve-year-olds nowadays are pretty much overpriced. Yeah, you they know, they really like, are. I think you go to the LCBO, and that, that's not the best spot to check because no. it's ridiculously yeah. priced. But you're looking at a Glendronic twelve for, I think ninety-five bucks or something like that. Ninety-nine bucks. Uh, the the twelve is like one hundred and five. So everything is over like around a hundred bucks now.
0: Yeah, you're you're pretty much paying a hundred bucks for a twelve year old scotch yeah. in Ontario. Yeah. Anyway. So I mean, but a hundred and fifty
1: is pushing it. Yeah. Right. And the only other jackasses to do that, and it might be an LCBO thing and not an actual distillery thing, so I should just say the LCBOs, the jackasses, mm. but is Balvini. Balvini
0: charges like. 250 bucks for a 14 i don't understand what's going on with belvini belvini's lost their mind <laughs> belvini and ardbeck are crazy in ontario you now, can't you can't buy them here
1: but i will say though the wee beastie <clears throat> is a five-year-old fine but it's like what 65 70 bucks and the the 10 is 110 bucks
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah that's 110 bucks is not
0: cheap but it's not, but when you compare it to other markets like the US and you can get a 10 year old for 50, 55 US, you're yeah. like, well, what are we doing here? No, it doesn't make sense.
1: I mean, this is not the province to buy whiskey anyway. We know <laughs> yeah, that. That's true. We
0: know that. There is the occasional outlier that it is it is well priced, but yeah. Yeah. it's maybe like one in every 20 bottles that you come across.
1: Yeah. One in probably less.
0: One in 30? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Actually, maybe even way less than that because there's only like a handful of bottles that are a good price at the LCBO. There's only
1: a, like a few bottles that you would actually buy anyway at the LCBO
0: because they don't
1: actually get good stuff
0: True, for the most part
1: okay this one might be a little easier because of when the bottle was open
0: I agree and I noticed it right away our bag 10 is so nice it is such a great great pour I do love it a lot I love that lemon I love that smoke a little bit of medicinal um it's a nice sweetness throughout
1: the whole thing It's crazy how time open on this bottle plays a huge factor. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's literally ironed it out to
0: be like no heat whatsoever. Yeah. But like, focus on like the lemon and how much intensity you get. So I think maybe that's where these bottles will differ. Mm.
1: I gotta say though, I still love our bag 10. Like when I'm in the mood for Pete, that's a great whiskey. Even the new one, like, they're both great. Yeah. You know? I think I know. Like off of one sip each, I think I know, but I also thought I knew the last time. <laughs> I wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the I think the no sticker is the old one. For this one. I think the the sticker is the the new one for
0: this one. I had a chance recently at um, Toronto Whiskey Society Tasting to try an old uh, Glenmorgen G10 from like the 80s or maybe even 70s. Very old bottle.
1: It's hard to tell now.
0: And it had a little bit of smoke on it. Okay. Which I thought was crazy. Because I don't think they ever peated their whiskey, but maybe they actually did put a little peat in it at one point in time. I
1: guess they must Or maybe
0: have. they just had some barrel char. Anyway... Way different than the profile you get today, right? Like completely different. It didn't right. taste like you know, I would have never guessed it was Glenmore G ten. Not yeah. in a million years. It is interesting to try stuff of yesteryear. Well even like we tried that um Johnny Walker red that I have from the seventies and how much different that was from Johnny mm. Walker today. That's a huge difference. How much better? Way better. Yeah. Way, way better. Yeah, this is hard to
1: tell. Like, these are these are neck and neck. Like, these are super close, in my opinion. Yeah. I think. Maybe we didn't go back far enough, to, to be fair.
0: Like, maybe we... We went back, like, what, seven years? Yeah. So, maybe we should have gone back, like... Six and a half years, yeah. If we could have that. found
1: something in, like, the late, you know, decade. Like, last decade. Yeah. I mean, the decade before last.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did try another Big Ten from... Um, the 80s as well there was that one really old bag
1: that you had that was awesome yeah that was awesome
0: that was a Gordon McPhail bottling that one you're talking about yes yeah 1974 distillate crazy coming in at um, that's my phone. just nobody's there it's okay (laughs) um yeah coming in at like it was a 23 year old um from 70s distillate really really nice
1: probably got it wrong again here, I'm gonna try one more time.
0: Well, which one do you prefer? I think one is more creamy. It's probably the older one. One's got a touch more...
1: I I don't even want to call it heat, but it's maybe a touch more shallow? Like a little bit less thick.
0: Do you think that both distilleries did a good job of recreating their flavor? Because we're talking like Seven years and six years apart here, mm-hmm. roughly. When was this bottled? I don't know. But does I, it I say right there? I don't think it does. It might. It, just, it says a code, but I don't think it says the date.
1: If if this is a date that I'm looking at now where it's like
0: 1210, so. It says l two twelve 12-10. I don't think it's, a, it's not from 2012 or 2010. It so could be. I don't think so. No? No. Because I bought it in probably around 2015.
1: How old were you in, well, I guess, you were drinking whiskey in 2012,
0: 2010. I wasn't buying Macallan 12 at that time, though. No. No. Because I would have bought this in the U.S., and it would have been when I was buying whiskey in the U.S., which would have been twenty 2014, 2015. 13 years ago, we
1: were like 25, 26.
0: Yeah, I wasn't drinking Macallan 12 at that time. All right. Well, that settles that. But anyway, what I'm saying is, like, have these three done a good job of recreating their flavor profile over this time? I think so. I, I think mean, so. I accidentally picked yeah. A new one. I think it. Old. I think they really did actually. And yeah. and these are like
1: neck and neck.
0: Yeah. Like crazy close. Um, the ardbeg arguably easier to do mm. because you're just using ex bourbon casks, mm-hmm. whereas like the sherry quality. Um, I mean, I think they're using more refills in the new ones. Well, that's just
1: it, though, right? That, that was the comment that everybody kept saying is that the sherry quality has declined in, in McAllen. But I, I don't really notice that. There you go. Uh, maybe I've grown to really appreciate the new sherry style. I yeah. don't know.
0: but And the other thing is... is like, it's more apparent in the 18-year-old. I think I could see that when you take when you go back because remember we were at in Vancouver we tried that eighty nineteen eighty seven Macallan or is oh,
1: it eighty three it was yeah, it was back there
0: yeah it was I think it was eighty I think you're right I think it was, was eighty seven six or eighty seven yeah that was a huge difference from any McAllen that I've tried today oh, that was so good so the eighteen I think you can notice a bigger range but you're right these are not that far apart really yeah I wonder if we again went back. Like,
1: even more. Like, so the yacht, the older ones... If we went back 10 years, would there be a drastic difference? If yeah. anybody has... <laughs> it <If laughs> wants to send us an old vintage Macallan... 12-year-old. <laughs> or 18, for that matter. That 18 was spectacular. It was good. I, I thought I knew, but I don't know if I know. With this this art bag is harder to figure out.
0: From what you've heard around the whiskey community, what would you say that people talk about the most as far as the distillery that's changed the most throughout the years? I think it's because we're such big Springbank fans
1: that that's probably up there, and the other one would be these guys. Do
0: you know who I was gonna say? Highland Park? Bowmore. Bowmore. Yeah,
1: Bowmore, everybody like waxes poetic about the old school Bowmore.
0: Right, and 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 Bowmore
1: today is garbage. It's garbage. I mean the core range. I mean, there's some there's some <clears throat> quality stuff that comes out of Bowmore. Like, I mean, one of the best whiskeys I've ever tried yeah. was a Bowmore.
0: But that being said, you hear Mike and Nari all the time because they have a lot of vintage Bowmores. Yeah, they're like, this stuff is amazing. Yeah, and what Bowmore is putting out today, not even close. No, it's not. So I don't know, maybe leave us a comment down below, what's the uh, distillery that's changed the most over mm. the years? What's ones changed for the better? Because there's definitely, we've noticed some changes for the better. I can think of two right off the top. I mean, does
1: Glenallachie count? I don't think so. No, because it was like mostly in We plants. weren't really drinking we Glen Al- drinking, We were drinking, yeah. yeah. Um, well then I will say Glen Scotia. Okay. Glen, Glen Scotia has improved a lot in my yeah. opinion.
0: That new lens Scotia 18 that we had was really yeah, good.
1: First, like, older ones that I've tried that are, like, nowhere near as good. Yeah.
0: Head. What about Aaron?
1: Aaron has drastically improved. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: And the other one I was thinking of was, um... Oh, fuck, now I forgot. <laughs> I'll think of it. Mm. But yeah, like, Aaron, like, right? Because... How about... How about the decline of Highland Park? Oh, yes. The like, decline of Highland um, Park, yeah.
1: So... I used to love Highland Park. hmm Now I can't even buy a bottle from them. Like, there's nothing I want. Yeah. theirs. Nothing. There's not one, like, not a single thing.
0: The only thing that I would buy from them is the 10-year-old. <sighs> yeah. I can't- Because I, can't I just like, is a crushable, easy drinking, and I still think it's really good. I like it better than the 12. Yeah.
1: I would like to be able to buy the 21 and, you know, maybe the 25 but they're too expensive now Mm. like the 21 once that's the problem with too expensive is that like you'll try it once you'll splurge on it once but unless you're absolutely like mind blown you're never going back to that bottle i agree you're never gonna buy it again yeah you know and the prices have gotten too crazy too. it's
0: nuts it's like they're not worth the price it's like 700 bucks for the 21 now yeah it's fucked like what the hell yeah we're buying that for like 275 weren't we yeah yeah, like what
1: well, it's crazy. I still have I think at least one of the old twenty ones that were like forty seven percent. Yeah.
0: I remember buying the twenty five year old for four hundred Canadian. Great deal. I mean we should have loaded we should have loaded yeah, three eighty, we should have loaded up. Oh, we if did, we had did the for money. a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The other distillery I was thinking of before which improved was um Benromic. Benromic. I think the Benromic has improved yeah, a lot. Definitely over the ben time. Romek.
1: You know what, I remember trying Benromic early on, and I was like, eh, there's nothing really I want to go back to here. Uh-huh.
0: yeah. And then, I don't know what happened within the last two years-ish? Yeah, some of these releases are coming out now. They're cast-strength, there's vintage cast-strength ten-year-olds. Yes. So good, man. Like, so those good. are incredible. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, a lot of people will argue that they were always great, and I, mm. t- to be fair, I never actually tried the old cast-strength. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, I went to the core range stuff, I went to the 15, like, might the biggest problem with me back in my early days of whiskey and the six is I skipped a lot of stuff to get to the higher end stuff. Mm. Like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go 10, 12, 15, whatever. I yeah. went maybe 15, like if it looked good. But I was usually at the 18 first, then the 21, then 25, yeah. or whatever, right? I usually skipped the bottom row and. You learn so much about a distillery in the early days. I agree, like the earlier expressions. Yeah, you know.
0: the one thing, like when you're new to something, and you jump ahead to a whiskey that's kind of above you, Mm -hmm. because you haven't put in the work and like been able to appreciate what makes this one different. Exactly. Because you don't have the catalog in your memory of like all these different whiskeys. That's right. I do the same thing with cigars, right? I'm new into cigars. I want to go out and just like, what is everyone saying is the best cigar, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm smoking like a 1964 Patron and I'm like, this is really good. But I know that in like two years time from now, I go back and revisit that. I'm going to get a way different experience than oh, I had yeah. the first time, right? It makes you wonder like, which whiskeys did you
1: do that to? Yeah. And, what, and should we go back? Yeah.
0: Right? Like it, sure. makes,
1: it makes me wonder a lot because yeah. I review some like really quality stuff early on. And I don't think I knew what I had
0: mm-hmm. Yep You have to build up your whiskey knowledge to appreciate what makes the good stuff different Yeah, and how it makes it different. Absolutely. I'm gonna say that I prefer the art bag with no sticker Which I think is the older one um, Both good though. I just think that I like that lemony profile a bit better. I think that the one with the sticker has a little more medicinal, and maybe I like the one without a little bit more medicinal, a more balanced. So you th- said the one without the sticker is the better one. Yes, without is the better.
1: So the old Ardbeg is the Ardbeg with the sticker in this case. Oh, so I went yeah, with the new Ardbeg. I, re- I reversed it. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Um, I think that the one without is the older one. I think the one with
0: is the newer one. I don't yeah. know which one I like I better. Okay. I don't actually like either of these better. I think they're both very. Yeah. Good. And we were both wrong. Uh, I put the sticker on both your old ones. The old ones had the stickers. Okay. So you didn't pull the trick that I pulled. No. No. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, really interesting. So <clears throat> you preferred both the new bottlings. Yeah. And I preferred the new No, no. I, I didn't dirt. make a preference. I just thought that okay. this was
1: the older Fair one. Fair enough. Um, the other one I pre- the Macallans I preferred the newer bottling yeah yeah
0: yeah. no interesting
1: I actually I like the robustness of the new one I think that's what I like about peated whiskeys is they have that fight to them mm-hmm. you know so like yes this is this actually I guess this is more ironed out for some reason I'm feeling like this is more ironed out the newer one so maybe the I newer the one
0: is one is is more balanced right yeah which is weird. There you go. Mmm.
1: I like... I like when peated whiskeys have almost like... It's almost like a carbonated kind of feel to it, but it's mm. not carbonated. Oh, yeah. Like, almost like a Pop rocks kind of like... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, Pop Rocks? Yep.
0: Kind of gets that, like, vibe going on in your mouth, I but like it's that. not that. Yeah. And but I, I get think that the, more
1: with the old one than the new one.
0: Yeah. I think the conclusion is, is that they've done a really good job of keeping these consistent yeah i think they are very consistent that or i'm losing my touch yeah either yeah either that or we have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um but both good It's is a cool experiment. i would have liked to do something fresh crack brand new versus fresh crack yeah like 20 30 years old
0: yeah of course right that'd be the, the if, best if anybody players, has man. like a
1: spring bank old <laughs> trying, yeah, we'll try to true. source the brand new yeah, one yeah we can and, get the new one you get us the
0: old one get
1: us the old one preferably <laughs> like you know the the hundred proofs those those can be fun so unfair like i think springbank has gotta be the one that everybody like says has declined the most
0: Yeah. And it's hard
1: for us I don't know, though,
0: because Spring Bank is so good.
1: That's what I was going to say. It's hard for us to believe because they're still so damn good. Yeah. Like, I have three 15s that I love, that I, like, don't know which one I like better. I keep going back to.
0: But see, the thing is, like, Spring Bank, I don't think it's declining at all. Because, like, look at the new releases that are coming out. I think what happens... Just look at the 10-year-olds. Yeah. The 10s are great. I think what happens is people
1: you buy something for two grand because it's like 30 years old in your head. You're like, I have to already mark this at like a 90. Like, sure. like yeah. you don't mean to do it. Yeah. It's just like, it's innate. So, like you can't help yourself. Mm-hmm. You're pumped for it. You're like, you know, you're going to be in your best state of mind when drinking that whiskey. So you're going to enjoy it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you your hard earned blood, sweat and tears went into the, like buying that bottle. Yeah. Um, I think people get caught up in the noise when it comes to like older stuff Mm. and, and they overvalue it.
0: Yeah.
1: I I would love to sit down with like, you know, someone that has some older expressions and then pour them that spring bank eight up there. Yeah. The society release or, you know, the newer 15 versus like some of the older 15s and, and have them, you know, in a blind tasting. Yeah. You know what's in the you know what's in the blind tasting? Pick it out.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so much better than that new one. Mm-hmm. Then you should be able to tell, right? Yeah. If it's that much better. Yeah. Like if it's like, and this is where marking becomes very difficult to do because like you got people giving like a, an old Springbank, like a '94, and it's a 12 year old or whatever it is. Okay, the 12 year olds might be a, a weird case because some of those had like 30 year old whiskey in them, right? Sure. But like something a little newer, let's say, give it a ninety-four. You get a new one. You give it an eighty-three or eighty-six or whatever it is, and it's like in a blind tasting. Are you going to do that? Yeah, that's where exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Blind Blind, tastings
0: are tough, tough and they're also tricky because it's just it's just your opinion at that exact moment moment in time. Yeah, and and if you sit down with two bottles and you drink them down, if you do a blind. 20 times through the whole length of the bottle that's the best and way you to vote do like you vote for each time and then and you get a, a, a vast range of the entire bottling uh experience right then you make your decision it is obviously the best way and the most I, inconvenient and no one's going to do it like that so. no exactly i think i think the most fair
1: way to do a blind tasting is like four or five different pours of it on four or five different nights yes and like you know your spouse comes Pours the two whiskeys, doesn't nope. tell you which is which, yeah. and then you, you, you record your results. Then the next
0: I would thing- argue you could do it three times. Fine. And if you get the exact same result every single time, without a doubt, without a doubt. that's the one. Yeah. If you pick one one night, one the other night, then you have a tiebreaker, and then maybe if you're still conflicted, you could do it two more times. Right. And then see.
1: I think that's fair. That's the best way. I think that's fair, and I think nobody's going to do that, but... That's, a true, That's a true blind. That's a true blind. That's a true blind. That's a true blind, for sure. Because, otherwise, it's so hard. It's like, like we said about, like, throwing in, like, something that has a little bit of smoke in a whiskey, in a, in a series of, like, non-peated whiskeys. Yeah. You know? That one whiskey that has a touch of smoke is going to taste better that night, not because it's better, yeah. but because it stands out a little bit over the
0: rest. People like that video, by the way. Which one? The What's the Best eighteen? We should start up a new series. We should. What do you want to do it with? We can do fifteens. We I do fifteen ton of fifteen. We can do twelve or fifteen. Yeah, we can do twelves. So I have a ton of twelves.
1: We should do we should see what we have. What's and the best whiskey in Rob's bar? We'll <laughs> <laughs> just do it blind and I'll get twelve. All you're... this? <laughs>
0: no, all what? this uh, one night, let's go. Uh, <laughs> 24 hours of boom. The day, yeah. Whiskey ran died with Rob. The whiskey ran edition 24 hours of boom. Well, we blind sample Rob's entire bar. 24 hours of boom. The
1: whiskey, yeah. whiskey ran. 24, hours, 24, hours, <laughs> whiskey <laughs> 24 where, hours. Where we get
0: stretched, carried out in the stretcher. On the, 20, on the 23rd hour. What? What is it again? The 12 hours. It's only the 12 Yeah. 12 we need 24 to get through all this. Yeah. But we could do it. Because we'd only have, we'd do like quarter ounce pours, right? Quarter ounce pours. So we could do so every four pour pours an ounce. hour, right? So an ounce an hour. We could do an ounce an hour, right? We do twenty four ounces in twenty four hours. Dead. We're dead. No, dead. we're fine because like Probably your body dead. can metabolize an ounce an hour, so we're like we're never even gonna be feeling the alcohol that, that we metabolize completely. as we go. <laughs> There's, there's gotta be some science. Nope. No. <laughs> Don't even question it. Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Your body materials really, is we're an ounce an hour. Bro science
1: tonight, folks.
0: Okay. Bro science. Bro, this it. is bro science. We can it. do what's twenty-four times four? Yes. Right, seventy-two. We can do seventy-two bottles in twenty-four hours. Fair. I'm down.
1: I'm gonna die, but I'm down. <laughs> I won't drink for like six months after that.
0: I don't think I could. Maybe you can't drink for six months before either. You have to like train. Yeah. Well, no, that's probably worse. You're right. You want to drink way more before. <laughs> you need to drink seven ounces <laughs> a night for like seven nights before that. Uh, leave us comments down below. Would you like to see us do the 24 hours of Boom, where we do 72 pours, <laughs> and we decide what one uh, what the best bottle is on Rob's bar? I think I
1: think we should do another blind, like have a. We should separate point. Pete. Maybe we can do one with Pete. We can do what's the best cast-strength whiskey.
0: Peated cast strength
1: whiskey. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, there's it so is much. hard. There is so, so many is stuff. So much. Much.
0: I think one, one of the comments that people were saying is like, you should separate Pete from the rest. How about Pete winner, have a
1: Sherry maybe winner. Just next, maybe just
0: next we go just either all Pete or we just pick non-Pete, but non-peated. a certain age-stated. Whiskeys. age stated non peated or peated or peated yes. Yeah.
1: it would be a lot harder to do peated though because like okay you can think of a couple 10 year olds that are peated yeah like Lefroig arbeck um Le Right. what else is there another one? Oh, oh uh poor charlotte that's a 10 like a villain it's not that's 12.
0: yeah to match the age would be difficult with peat yeah. you're right It'd be easy to do like a twelve-year-old non-ped HD, because there's so many of those. Or,
1: or like under twelve, we could say.
0: Twelve or under. Twelve or under, we could do that.
1: Twelve or under. There's a lot of twelve or unders. Yeah. There's like tons of
0: Talisker under that. Is cast strength allowed in this? Too many decisions for now. So many variables. We will have to work it out.
1: Someone plotted out with chat. CBT or cheese. What is it? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, the AI chat box. Yeah, my brother
0: uses it. Maybe all we should that. just let it decide. What would be the best scotch blind taste? Okay, chat GBT is going to decide for us. Wait, I'll call next, my brother right next now. And episode. Ask, yeah. ask him to type it type in. Type it in. We'll get it. We'll get this. It's going to happen. We're going to find out tonight.
1: We're going to leave this to
0: AI. (laughs) Uh, Leave us a comment down below. Have you noticed a distillery change in one of the brands that you like the most? And what distillery is that? What has had the biggest change or what stayed the most consistent? Yeah. Let us know in the comments down below. Thanks very much for watching. Really much appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Cheers, guys. Cheers.